Good evening, everybody. It's Krishna Kitty. And this is part two of what I've done today. It is October 19th. And again, I am still trying to get to educating so many, so many questions. I did not do any videos today or anything. There's a too much other things going on. Hopefully, going back on Clapper and TikTok tomorrow. If you don't know where I am, um, just find me at Krishna Kitty SC. And I do a little bit of everything on there. Rant Rave, you can see me. I'm trying to get people to start exercising and realizing prepping is not storing cans and water in your apartment complex in downtown city USA. So hopefully my messages are getting out. I'm trying desperately to get on um, different telegram groups. Unfortunately, there are groups that now seem to be um, full of what I was talking about in the first part of this podcast. People that identify and say I'm 3%, but when you start doing a research on who these people are and what these groups so-called they represent, very um, not where most people want to be in a good light at all because until it hits the fan, we do not want to be taken out of the picture and getting involved with the wrong people is a way to do that. No reason for it. Um, but in this part, a couple questions that people have had. I love getting messages from people because it really gets me to think outside my box as well. And one of the main questions that I got was, okay, so all these groups come, they go, they split up. So what's the point? I literally had a message from something like that. You're pretending there's really no hope. Um, and that's not what I'm saying. Another uh, message I got today from somebody was, um, but I don't understand. Um, so there isn't one organization. Are you all going to come together? Do you have people? What's going to happen? It doesn't seem, it's not feasible. What, when the, you know, the grid goes down, what are you all going to do? Questions like that. And the honest thing is, I don't know. No one does. No one does at all. But what I do know is history. And this is where it's so important. So I just got off the phone actually with some people. And they were actually in another state than me. And I talked to a 19-year-old gentleman today. Head on his shoulders. Young man that um, knows what's going on in this country. Understands it. Sees it. And originally wanted to go into the military. And now him and his family are looking at what other things are out there and they came across me on a telegram group and all I'm trying to do is educate that's it I want to educate people because I said to them you know this this little local group over here that calls itself so and so you know three percent in your little county one or two wrong people in that group and your whole life could be over before this even begins going. So I'm going to touch on some very touchy subjects on this because it's an important. And I feel led to this because people are going to join something. And no, I don't put my organization's name out here on purpose. One, I do these on my own, okay? They know I make videos, they know I do podcasts, but I'm not their national spokesperson. I am head of recruiting in my state. I'm very honest. I'm in South Carolina, but I don't make videos for South Carolina. That's not what I do. Um, 
I'm here to educate people and then people can reach out to me and I will talk to you and I will give you the information of exactly how to find us and how to do an application, but I'm not putting it out here. That's not what I'm about. Um, that's not what we are. Okay. Not what I'm doing now If they, as an organization want to do that. That is something totally different than if I was doing this on my own. So I want to talk about a few things with this and people say, why do these groups fall apart? What are the issues? And so I'm going to be very brutally honest because that's my personality. There used to be very strong national organizations and they get complacent. They let their guard down and a couple things happen. Either there's infighting because too many alpha males or it could be alpha females. I'm definitely an alpha female in some ways. And there's infighting and then two people, rather than reconciling, they leave. The other thing that happens is leadership does not make the decisions necessary to keep the group together and sacrifice people. Or they might not even be leadership. They might not be a chain of command to even do that. Or one that is effective. So I'm going to talk brutally honest about this. I've been in this for about 15 years. I'm going to be honest. I was in a group that pretty much fell apart and taken down. Not necessarily because of the government, but because, honestly, I'll be honest, white nationalism creeped in, which is is something I despise. I despise. I'm always looking for signs of it. Um, And it was left unchecked. The leadership refused to stand up because of connections with some of these people. And rather than... So the group actually did split, but by then it was too late. Things were circulated. Names were passed. And it became a nightmare. And I've seen similar things over and over and over and over again. Um, what can we do about this? Well, patriots, I'm not really sure. But I'm going to tell you some things that I have learned from being involved in this. And not just in this, in anything. I do dog rescue. I own businesses. I've been in nonprofits. I've run very large nonprofit organizations, parts of them anyway. Leadership. You need strong leaders. You have to have a leader. Too many of these groups have, or they have too many leaders and no followers. They only, there has to be one leader and people have to not only respect that leader, but he has to be able to make, or she has to be able to make the decisions necessary for the good of the group. So I can speak about what I've seen. Usually people know there's problems in a group, but they don't speak up. Why? There could be a number of reasons why. Sometimes they don't speak up because they don't want to cause more issues. Sometimes they don't speak up because they're afraid of repercussions. Sometimes they don't speak up because they feel it's not their place. Sometimes they don't speak up because they just don't know who to bring it up to. And then no one wants to deal with the problem. It's easier, just like real life, to pretend the problem does not exist and maybe it'll go away. But I can talk to you honestly about what I've seen in groups that I belong to. Usually it creeps in slowly. 
and you know some there's one person that you just have a feeling about and they start causing issues and sometimes that could even be someone in a leadership position and for whatever reason it festers and then implodes so i'm going to tell you some of the things there's many people going to listen to this and not reach out to me um i do have people reach out and i do give them the organization i belong to and i'm very open you can we don't advertise we don't have like i said we don't do flashy videos anyone that does that is to me fake okay it's like gucci gear i can't stand it when the crap hits the fan you're not putting your gucci gear on okay it's going to be down by dirty bloody fighting it's not going to be gucci gear time sorry um that is putting on a pretense it's putting on a show it's not real it isn't i believe when it really hits the fan it's going to be like nothing everyone has seen in their life before that's why i believe we need to go back to the definition a constitutionally based defense of militia is town county city defending a small locality against who's going to come against it not going out not causing trouble defending and holding the line why every citizen must be trained in some role and that's how it was back in the 1700s i don't care who they were i read at library of congress i read all these old books all these old manuscripts the communities were trained to come together they knew that what women were bringing the water they knew who was had this who had that it was all together so i'm going to be honest people say well what's the why does this happen well i'm going to tell you this the worst traits to see in a leader arrogance arrogance someone that cannot admit they're wrong a control freak my way or the highway not willing to listen or open up the floor to those underneath them not willing to take in people's opinions now i understand you have a group of 500 people command might not be able to reach out to every single person that has a problem that's why you have a chain of command if the lowest person sees a problem he's going to go to the trusted person ahead of him that person to trust the person ahead of him and should go up the line the problem is that trust breaks down at some point because they think they'll be you know snitches ramifications whatever it is and they don't follow through or they know the person in command is not going to support them for some other like what happened with me in North Carolina um they had family connections to the people in question there you go these are all very serious issues that can bring a group down or cause a group to fall apart and lose its credibility because then what happens you have two separate groups now people just see all these groups everyone's calling themselves 3% everyone's calling them a militia and no one knows what is heads or tails but in leaders arrogance it's it's the worst trait ever I've worked for bosses like that. One of the reasons I'm self-employed. One of the reasons I believe in how I run businesses with contractors. Everybody has a say. Everybody's part of this business. There aren't employees. Um other things that bring groups down, they don't vet. So they let in people that either have criminal records, um or other issues that would bring law enforcement or different people to their door. 
problem or they have drinking problems, drug problems, they get stopped by a cop and now the group name is out there because there's laws out there that if one bad apple's in that group, I don't care, I saw it myself and I still see it. I know attorneys involved in this. The group could be taken down. Um, and it happened to everything from Hell's Angels to 3% malicious, okay? Um, so you have someone in your group that is a convicted felon. He's caught with a firearm at a training. Guess what? Everybody's in trouble because he now represents that group and your name will be all over the media and that's what the media is waiting for. The media is waiting for this and if you start researching every group that makes the news, that makes these lists, it's because of something stupid because they did not run that group like a business and take it seriously. But I also believe groups need to stay local. I do. Back to the idea of small units. So as the group grows, the reliance should be in counties and cities. If you're in any town USA, great. Then no town USA next door is their little militia. In town, you know, Charlie is their militia. If necessary, maybe they'll come together. But within even that little community, you still have to have somebody in charge. You have to have the second in command, the third. There has to be a chain of command. It has to be respected. But the leadership also needs the right qualities. Like I said, the quickest way for a group to fall is arrogance. Um, People that have power trips. People that it's their only can see their point of view and argue will not and just uneducated. I'll give you an example, hypothetical, but I saw this in I've been around a long time. I've seen a lot of things. Even though I've been in and out of it, I've been around enough and I know a lot of people what they call unorganized militias. That's a whole nother topic. I know a whole bunch of these people. They are the ones that have seen all the bad stuff in the group and say, we're not going to join a group. We're going to form a tribe or a little clan and we're going to hunker down in our land and defend it. The same thing can happen there. I don't care if your brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers. Somebody doesn't like what somebody else says and it can break down just as easily. But that we'll get to the next part. A lot of people don't want to join because they don't want their name on a roll. They're afraid of winding up on a list. So it was just you and the eight people on your dirt road and you're going to set up a perimeter. You're in this unorganized militia. And then you have all these people running around saying, I'm 3%, I support 3%. Well, you might support the 3% mentality, but you're not going to do any good on your own. What are you going to do? You're in your apartment in downtown with your water and your food and your 3%? That's retarded, okay? Um, but... Is there a way for groups to really come together? Honestly, I don't think so. I don't. That's why I do think some of these smaller groups have a purpose. But the problem is they want to come out and say, you know, they might be County um, Charlie Militia. And they want to say, we represent the state of Charlie. No, you represent that county. If not even that, you you just represent the people in Charlie County that swore an oath to you. And then there might be Bravo County, and that was a fight. You know, that's the real problem. 
And what vets these problems is social media and chat rooms. That's why if you go on my Clapper and my TikTok, I don't have chats turned on or comments turned on. People can, the quickest way for issues to occur is people getting on chats and forums and start talking and debating. Do your thing and worry about your own neck of the woods. If you have Charlie County Militia, worry about Charlie County Militia. And maybe when you get your crap together, reach out to Bravo County and see what you guys can do together. And then Delta County. Now, the organization I am is, is national. And I will tell you, there's some very, very good people. Do bad, does things happen in there? Yes, they do. Will people leave? Do people not always do what's right? Yes. But I still believe in it. And I've took an oath to it. So that is what I believe. But I'm not going to, I also don't want people going somewhere. There's so many bad people that lie and say they're national or say they're a state or say they're this and say they're that. And it's not. Okay. It's not. It is something, but it is not a true constitutionally based defensive organization. So, if you are looking at groups, look for something that says defense, defensive. And if you hear my voice, please reach out to me because I will be happy to talk to you and people do. But look at what they're putting out. If they have a bunch of videos and it's all battle, battle, macho stuff, run away. Um, there are some sites I saw recently pop up. I was on the internet today and some had a lot of historical facts. In fact, I saw a lot of things on DuckDuckGo I've not seen in a while. Unfortunately, my particular group does not show up on that, which is a disadvantage. I do believe in recruiting. Why I do is on my own. You can't just stagnate. Now, the problem is some groups take everybody in. They have all these flashy videos they have, and all these people are going to flock in. And within a few months, the whole group is gone. But it doesn't mean you hide in the shadow so far down that no one can find you. Why I encourage each individual should be recruiting on their own. They should be telling people, if you are in an organization, I don't care if it's this, a dog rescue, a car restoration club, whatever it is, and you believe in something, you should be telling other people, just like my business. I believe in fitness. I'm going to go tell people about it and support it because I believe in it. I believe in it. Um... The other thing I saw in the past, some of the organizations, a lot of sexism, I'll be honest. That was when I first got in it. And I think that mentality still permeates. I also think there's people that join and don't really understand what they're joining sometimes. And that causes things. So I try to be open and honest. And But at the end of the day, it is a militia. And it's not the Boy Scouts, it's not the Girl Scouts. I'm going to say this from the bottom of my heart. I don't believe we can escape violence. I don't. I believe violence finds good men and good women. 
I always joke, I don't go looking for trouble, but somehow it just finds me. I could be in the parking lot or in a store and somehow something always goes down. I, I mean, not every day, but I, I constantly. And I talked about this on one of my podcasts. I saw people walk out of a store and leave situations that I just, I shake my head. It's the same thing with this. If we look at what's going around the world, eventually it's going to come to us. So at the end of the day, I don't care if you say, I'm just, you know, I'm going to be a cook in the background. I'm going to be the person, you know, if God forbid, you know, figuring out how to make solar panels or how to do this or how to do that. Everybody has to have the mentality of what is coming. Otherwise, you're going to cost people their lives. It's like owning a firearm. Do not buy a weapon if you're not going to use it and know how to use it. It's not the movies. You're not going to stand there and point it at somebody. Now, we can, that's a whole discussion for another day. There might be a time for that, but in general, it's not the way it's going to go down. The problem is everything in our society is stereotyped by the media, vilified by the media, that takes something like the militia and causes groups to drop out and say there's no point because we're just it's not going to serve our purpose and unfortunately there's truth in stereotypes and while I respect all these people I do know that say they're three percent and they have their clans and their tribes it's very hard to defend even if you're a very remote location if they did come out there because might not be you know who's they other groups looking for food and water I also believe groups need to realize what they are and not be scared to talk about topics like improvised weapons. The U.S. military has 100 manuals on them. Obviously, they're out there. We need to have these skills because one day that gun might not fire. Do you know how to make a catapult? Do you know how to make a smoke bomb? Do you know how to do the things that are defensive? Let me stress, defensive. I hope a lot of these have cleared up questions. Maybe not. But I hope that people listen to these will do their research. How long has a group been around? What is their purpose? What are they trying to prove? What are they trying to do? I wish everybody in my organization would go out and talk to 100 people a day, make podcasts, distribute them, because we all have different networks that we're involved with. There's different people that we know that can get these messages out without even saying our name. Because if someone connects with you, they'll reach out to you. Now, I was going to talk earlier about my whole thing with business licenses, and I never got quite around to that. And we're getting a little long-winded tonight. So I'm going to sign off and go back to business licenses tomorrow. But I want to say how refreshing it was to talk to a 19-year-old man today that understands what's going on in this country. And yes, this is biblical. And no, I don't believe we're going to get, it's going to turn around. I believe people have to understand So, I'm going to end a little dark tonight. 
I'm getting a little bit dark. If it hit the fan tomorrow, I don't want to be in the Hunger Games. I don't want to be Mad Max and Thunderdome. Okay, I don't. I am not playing the Hunger Games. May the odds forever be in your favor. But I'm also not going to just say screw it all. I've never been a person that could just walk away. Like I said, that day in Dollar General where I really thought something was going to go down with a cashier and these two people in the store. I saw grown-ass men walk out of the store rather than... I've seen this. I've seen people turn their backs on things that I, I shake my head on. I can't do that, no matter what the consequences. I cannot turn my back on what's happening. Now, the bottom line is if the government wants to end this all, they can do it in a heartbeat. They can take the electricity down, the cell phones, the satellites down. They can stop food. They can send the cities into riot mode and they'll pour out. It could be anarchy in under a week. Once there's no medications or anything like that, people start dying off. That's diseases, dead bodies in the streets, people turning savage. Do we need to go on? Do you really? I, I, I don't, I, you know, I'm not, I watch these Walking Dead stuff and I'm like, really? You know, I mean, it comes a point where I'm just being honest. I do believe that the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back. And what we are seeing is prophecy. But God told Noah to build the ark. He brought the children out of Israel. He is a God of war. And right now I believe I'm following God. So if you hear this and you feel that God has spoken to you while you're listening to this, please reach out to me. Um... If you are listening to this, I'm on TikTok and Clapper. Please go on there and look up Kalishna Kitty SC. You'll find me. I have a Q&A on TikTok. I did not make any videos today. I plan doing that tomorrow. And you can send me messages both on TikTok and Clapper. I will get back to you. I'm also doing some really cool beginner fitness videos for people that really want to start prepping, meaning I need to be able to do what's necessary to survive. I also want to encourage you, if you want to email me, my email, I'm very open about it, is revoltwellness.pm.me. I hope everyone has a blessed night. I hope this continues to answer some of the questions. And if not, ask the questions. Someone asked me, is that really true about the 3% in the American Revolution? That is what it was said. Okay. I will end by saying this. This is a quote. And I said this before. Our founding fathers never intended for a standing military or a big government, but it happens. When men allow anything 
to go unchecked, it comes back to haunt them. If we let this go unchecked, it'll haunt whatever's left of this world. And if the world ends, it ends. Right? I keep thinking of Matthew 24. I don't know how many of you are that familiar with the Bible, but it talks about woe to those in those days. And they fling into the mountains. And that is so symbolic of the Old Testament. God takes his remnant out of Egypt and brings them into the promised land, right? He leads them out. Now, yes, they disobeyed God, but he led them out. There's a remnant, but it says woe to those in those days. I believe the majority of people will sell their soul to the devil with 30 pieces of silver or a big screen TV, or an Xbox, or a car, or a house, or anything else. I hate being pessimistic, but no election's going to change anything, no writing, no magic potions. It can't be stopped at this point. But we are called to stand. I'm Krishna Kitty. It's 1984, 1776, the choice is yours. If you have not read 1984 by George Orwell, please do. And please reach out to me. God bless y'all.